0: Right now, as you're watching this video, you're moving 85 times faster than the speed of sound. Wow, where are my seat belts? Yep, we're all spinning around the Sun on our spaceship called Earth at 18 miles a second, protected by an invisible bubble, the atmosphere. So how can we know where it ends and space begins? Hard to say, because there's no visible border. As you go up and further away from the surface, the air gets cleaner, less dense, and gradually disappears. At some point, it loses enough density that airplane wings stop working. That's at about 60 miles up, an hour's drive if you're going highway speeds. Congratulations, you've left Earth and entered the cosmos! Yes, space is just 60 miles away. That's less than one-third the distance from Manchester to London, which is about 200 miles. The International Space Station flies 250 miles above the Earth. That's Middlesbrough to London. We still haven't come close to spanning the distance of one country. You see hundreds of satellites floating in silence around the planet. There is no atmosphere and no sounds at all. GPS satellites orbit much higher, at 12,500 miles, half the length of Earth's equator, but still shorter than the Great Wall of China. Moving almost twice higher. an incredible 22,000 miles, here are the highest satellites soaring above and around the planet at the same speed the Earth rotates. So for an observer on the surface, such as you, they're hanging at a fixed point in the sky-like chandeliers, called a geosynchronous orbit. Moving even further away at 240,000 miles, we meet the biggest satellite circling this planet. It's the Moon! Might be big for a satellite, but it's surprisingly small. One quarter of the size of Earth and smaller than Asia in terms of surface area. The further you go, the more unimaginable the numbers get. Millions, billions of miles. We never operate with such distances in everyday life. So let me put it in perspective. A million seconds make up 11 days, but a billion seconds are 31 years. So let's make this journey easier and switch to the speed of light. You know, like when you turn the lamp on and immediately see the bulb glow that fast. Now we'll see how big, or surprisingly small, our solar system is. We'll start in the center of it all the Sun to Mercury, three light minutes. One day on Mercury lasts 176 Earth days, and one year is 88 Earth years. And you'd weigh 38% of what you normally do the easiest diet ever. (laughs) The planet is more than 2 times smaller than our own. To Venus? 6 minutes. I wouldn't recommend weighing yourself on Venus. It gets 860 degrees there. The pressure would make you feel like you're 3,000 feet underwater, and the winds reach over 400 miles per hour. What a garden spot! To Earth? 8 minutes. Meaning, if the sun burned out right now, we'd only notice it after 8 minutes. Oh, yeah, and the planet's rotation is slowing down, so 140 million years from now, we'll have 25 hour days. Oh, by the way, since we're going light speed, let's take a quick trip to the moon. It'll only take one and a half seconds. It took Apollo 11 three days to cover that distance in 1969. Of course, they weren't going 186,000 miles a second like us, their spaceship was moving about 7 miles a second. Mars 13 minutes. The longest-known canyon and the tallest volcano are both on Mars. They're 9 times bigger than the Grand Canyon and 3 times the size of Mount Everest, respectively. By area, the giant Olympus Mons is almost the size of France. Jupiter – 43 minutes On the way, we zip through the asteroid belt, where most of those rocks we see as meteors fly from. The biggest planet has a planet-sized storm, the great red spot of Jupiter, could fit Earth inside it. Jupiter has 79 moons, and the biggest one, Ganymede, isn't much smaller than our planet itself. Saturn, 80 minutes Galileo was the first person to see the rings of Saturn. But his telescope was small, so he didn't see them as rings but ears on each side of the planet. The rings are made of ice, dust, and rocks some as small as a grain of sand, while others are as big as a house. Uranus – 160 minutes Uranus is so far away that it can't be seen without an optical instrument, and it became the first planet discovered using a telescope. It has rings, but much tinier than Saturn's, and almost lies on one side compared to most planets. It also spins to the opposite of most planets' directions, so Uranus rolls around the Sun. What an oddball. Neptune, 4 light hours. 17 Earths in mass and almost 4 diameters of our planet, one year on Neptune is 165 Earth years. It was first discovered mathematically and only then visually. Don't bother trying to land there. Like other gas giants, it has no solid surface. The Sun to Pluto, 5.5 light hours. Pluto might not be officially a planet anymore, probably because other planets have moons bigger than it, but it's an old friend. So let's zoom by. Pluto is so small, you could wrap it up in South America. It takes the dwarf planet almost 250 Earth years to make a full trip around the Sun. It hasn't even made a full orbit since its discovery. That won't happen until the year 2178. I won't be around then. Six light hours beyond Pluto's orbit, we find Eris, the biggest dwarf planet of our solar system. It's even larger than Pluto, and usually further away. But it sometimes sneaks closer to our star than our former tiny cosmic neighbor. Still, one year on Eris lasts 560 Earth years. Where were we 560 years ago? Hmm… Ah yes, it was the 15th century, and Columbus hadn't even landed in the New World yet. Dwarf planets like Pluto and Eris are the opening frontier of the Kuiper Belt, the area filled with millions of icy bodies where many short-period comets come from. The belt is about 3 light hours long as we get further and further from Earth. Beyond that is the so-called Oort Cloud, made mostly of some more icy objects. It starts 2,000 times farther from the Sun than our Earth. It takes 11 light days to get there, and it ends, so experts think now, three light months further. As we leave our solar system, bye-bye, you'll soon find we're barely covered any ground. The nearest star to our own, Proxima Centauri, is 4.2 light-years away. In galactic terms, that's right next door. The Milky Way consists of 2 to 4 billion stars, as far as we know. The farthest star inside our galaxy that we can see is roughly 59,000 light-years away. Still, on the cosmic scale, that's practically home. To get from one side of the Milky Way to the other, it'd take 100,000 light-years. Beyond that are other galaxies, and when we observe them, something strange happens. If you look at a Hubble picture of a distant galaxy, you'll notice the image looks a bit like a kaleidoscope, as if you're looking at a bunch of identical galaxies. But it's just one. You see, gravity warps space-time around it and sort of bends light like a lens. In the end, we get the same object projected several times. And still, the immense distances of outer space are greater. The farthest visible galaxy is 13.3 billion light-years away. The observable universe is 13.8 billion years old and has a diameter of 93 billion light-years. Billion! Remember how massive that is? 31 years in seconds! A billion ants would weigh almost as much as an elephant. Now, think about that in light-years and multiply it by 93. Ow! My brain! And it's only getting bigger. But space-time is a funny thing. You could measure the universe's 93 billion light-year diameter, but it'd need a stretchy rubber band measuring tape since it's always expanding. The number would stay the same, but the distance is still growing. So, when you think about our home planet flying around the Sun faster than the speed of sound and twirling on its axis, it all seems so calm now. In the scale of the universe, we're barely even moving. Okay, mind is officially blown.